Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Doctor Who and Autism series. Today I'm joined with Tom and today we're going to be speaking about Doctor Who Autism Anxiety as well because um, it's another topic that we're going to be speaking about today and yeah it's going to be it's going to be great. So Tom, thank you for, for joining me today. Thank you, thank you. Yes, yeah, an honour. It's going to be it's going to be nice nice chatting to you about um, mm-hmm. all the different kind of stuff. Um, so if you'd just like to introduce yourself, just a, just a start. Okay, okay. Well, as Mason said, I'm Tom. Um, I'm known as TomBuzz2194 on TikTok, or as the 21st Doctor, or as his son Maven, or as his son Tanner. I play a lot of characters on TikTok, basically. And we're part of the amazing TARDIS fam as well. So um, you can go and find us. Um, we do. We are a closely knit family. We we protect each other, and we just like to spread positivity. Really, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. So how how long have you been part of this, this TARDIS fan? Oh God, um, I'd say I'd say uh, about a year and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it sounds pretty cool because to a few other people who have talked about it and it's like uh like you create your own characters as well like you said that you've mm. got a uh, quite a lot there <laughs> i've got, I've got uh, multiple characters yeah on when we do rping on discord there's more <laughs> like i have to keep up with so many characters i'm like okay where am i now <laughs> yeah yeah i can yeah i'll lose track yeah yeah and do you have a favorite that you like to do or they're just all all amazing characters I mean I'm being biased saying that but I love playing the the 21st Doctor and I love playing Maven and Maven is like a a, my own personal uh, creation because he's going to be part of a new he's going to be part of like my own series that I'm going to produce in later on in life and I brought him into this universe as the Doctor's son to explain a lot of things about him, like because he has a lot of like elemental powers and stuff like that. So it explains the fact that how he can heal and stuff like that because he's half Time Lord and everything. So it's a lot easier to do it in this universe, and I'm, I'm able to like, mess around with him and just do, just try and like di- like discover him as a character really, so I know how to write him better in a way. Um, but I do love play, playing my own version of the Doctor. He was the he was the first character I did on TikTok, and he's gone through various costume changes. Like I'm wearing one of the T-shirts now that I used to wear as 21, wow. and I, I just I love being him, and I love the Doctor as a character anyway. Like my favorite Doctor is the tenth. Like yeah. he was my first, and he and he's and he's my favorite. I am no one could ever do better than David Tennant. He was amazing. And yeah. um, he was part of the popular era of Doctor Who, as like as we mentioned, the Prime era. So yeah. like, we was kind of like a Marvel universe when, when we were watching it as, as a kid, wasn't it? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, I've got to agree. Like David Tennant's my Doctor. I, I do primarily David Tennant videos. Um, mm-hmm. I got I got his tenth Doctor soon, um, and I, I do. Like, he's the main one I do, but I do like to do Eleventh Doctor, but I don't do him as much. Um, which I, I I suppose that's because of David Tennant's been announced, and I do more of him because like he's been announced to come back. So, um, 
It's mm. kind of, and Matt Smith did that. I, I possibly could get back into doing him, but um, the, the, it, David Tennant hit like like you say the prime era of Doctor Who, and mm. like when he was very it's very good. I don't can't fault an I can't actually fault an episode that he's in. Like every episode he's in is awesome. Mm, I totally agree with you. And like, there's loads of traits of the 10th Doctor in my 21st Doctor. So like, when you had that episode with um, with the 10th Doctor in the 5th, Time Crash, and he said, and 10 said he loved being 5, and there was loads of different traits that he had brought with him from the 5th. Like, I kind of have that with 10. So like, the, uh, the like I wear Converse whenever I play him. Um, like, the suit, the suit style, the hair, um, the sonic screwdriver, for instance. It's just... It's just, yeah, he was my doctor, so I like to bring in the traits of my doctor to the doctor I play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's great. Like, he's amazing. Like, I, I wish he stayed longer, uh, <laughs> um, but I don't fault Matt Smith because, like, I loved him as well. Um, mm. But I, I was very sad when David Tennant. Was regenerating, and he said, oh, "I, I, I don't want to go." Oh, I was in tears that that night on New Year's Day, two thousand and ten. I was in buckets of tears. I did not want him to go, but I did read somewhere a couple of years later that Stephen Moffat had a series planned if David Tennant stayed, and it was about basically him crashing in um, Amelia Pond's garden as. An, an older version of himself and he was about to regenerate and then when she meets him again in 12 years later he has no idea who who amy is so you find out that journey and that would have been so cool that would have been yeah, yeah. I, I i wanted that to happen a lot I, I i would have liked to see david Tennant and karen glenn in an episode together oh that would have been so good. It would have been amazing because they, they bounce off. They would bounce off each other. It would because she's a very feisty character, Amy Pond. She really is, and she's got a lot of traits of, um, I'd say, Donna Noble. And I think they would just bounce off each other quite rapidly, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Same with Donna and Matt Smith's Doctor the Eleventh. The sass between them both would be, oh my god, it would be ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. it's it's something that um, what could still happen? Like 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 we said, like the multiverse. I think this is the prime. I know we said about before being the prime, but sixtieth. Mm. I feel like, like that, like with Russell coming back, um, the, the possibility of, of having the different universes in it now um mm. like with david is he is he the 10th doctor as we knew before is um like or is it a future incarnation of the 10th doctor where he didn't regenerate exactly yeah you don't know until until we find out next year and because russell is keeping very tight-lipped about it like he's, he was on the one show recently and he was just like no i am not saying a word and i'm just like oh I want to know. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I watched mm. that. Like, um, yeah, it, like, and yeah, he, he can't tell anyone. <laughs> mm. 
And yeah, which is fair enough because you've got um, Jody's finale this year, so you don't want to upstage that. And apparently, that's really good. We'll have to see that for ourselves. But yes. we'll, yeah, we'll find that out. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> well, we have to. Like, we have to. We have to see it. And it's about an hour and a half, isn't it? So one of the longest episodes. So um, exactly. Yeah, lots going to be happening. Um, he says surprises, so I wonder what the surprise is going to be. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just hope he's got a plot for the story. That has been the main thing that I think he's been struggling with because he's he's come into Doctor Who and he's just been throwing ideas left, right and centre, saying, like, we'll do this this week, we'll do this ne- the next week, we'll do that at the finale. And there's just been no storyline, there's been no plot. And I think that's where he struggled to keep the fans, really, because jo- I think Jodie's amazing. Yeah. She's, an, she's a brilliant actress, and I think she plays the Doctor really well. But I think the writing just hinders her a lot. There's no nowhere for her to explore. There's nowhere... Like, her Doctor hasn't grown at all. But yet, if you look at the 11th, 12th, 10th, 9th even... You see that they've, they've grown from the start of their regeneration to, to the end, and you see them transform into this different character. But you don't get that with Jodie. She's just the same. She is. She has yeah. like The thing is, I want to happen, because it would be a perfect ending. Well, it wouldn't be a perfect ending. People could already get mad. But <laughs> I've, I've said it a fair few times, is that I, I, I want... He has to portray the thirteenth Doctor, uh, which would be good plot line. It it would probably make sense because whenever Yaz and the Master have been up together, they haven't really argued, really, have they? Um, mm. n- not really. Like um, like the Master hasn't been that uh, mean to Yaz. He's just been more of the Doctor. And what would make sense is if. Yaz, possibly the master, um, maybe switch bodies to think um, Sasha's character is the master. So it would be nice for her to be an evil villain, to turn out to be that evil villain, that the connection her and Jodie have gained um, together, and that would be great. I would put hands up to Chibnall to say you've done well there. Um, mm. um, open the watch That actually does time. sound... Yeah, that actually sounds like a really good story. I I, I would sit and watch that, definitely, because, as you said, the connection that Jodie and her have built up and the fact that they are almost a couple now, it'd be like, oh, my God, that would be betraying that. Oh, my God, the trust would be gone. The Doctor would not trust anyone after that. (laughs) No. No, it's something that would be good because Dan's going to go, he's going to go with that. Girl, I forgot her name, but um, he'll go. Bradley Welsh is back for some reason. I don't know. Um, maybe mm. that's because he went off with Unit, possibly. Um, yeah. Um, that, that's maybe. I don't know if Ryan Sinclair is coming back. It'll be nice for him to come back to. Um, he didn't get enough time, really, um, on, no. to do a lot. And his story about um, his... Um, yeah, he, dis- he, isn't it? What is it? Dyslexia or dyspraxia? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was um, dyspraxia, and that wasn't really done properly. I wouldn't say it's done properly because it was just about basically him. He can't ride a bike, and there's of course there's much more to dyspraxia than not exactly, you yeah. can or you can't ride a bike. Um, which mm. um, some people have got offended by that. I think as well. Um, 
although people can probably relate, but some people maybe can't because it, I imagine it's different for everyone. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Mainly, it's it's, it's 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 about controlling your balance and with 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 confidence and stuff like that. I think mainly, but I don't think they touched on it properly. I think they they just threw bits of it here and there just to try and say, okay, this character's got dyspraxia when they didn't actually emphasize on it. They just threw this through little traits here and there with it. So, yeah, mm. yeah, like, which is why I love what um, Russell's doing with Yasmin Finney's character because mm. she was great in Heartstopper, um, which well, when she was announced, I didn't know what Heartstopper was. Like literally, this brings my autism into it. <laughs> I like <laughs> it when he said that the, the heart. He Russell said the heart stopper of Doctor Who. I literally thought of heart stopping, like saying it's going to make a heart stop. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is brilliant for someone who doesn't know or don't know what heart stopper is. That's fantastic. And, yeah. and obviously you found out about it, yeah. I've not watched Heartstopper, but I knew the joke because I knew she was in it, so... Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, yeah. I, I laughed it. It's only since someone commented on a, on a video I did to announce it, her, her coming to talk to. Um, and mm. then I watch, I, I watch it, Heartstopper, and I, I love it. I, more things should be out like that because it's, it's, it's really good, um, mm. Heartstopper. And then, yeah, because when you think of Rose, she is a heart stopper. A character called Rose in Doctor Who is a heart stopper. <laughs> oh, 100%, 100%. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Billy's coming back. And then and then they, then, they, then they showed the picture and I was like, oh, okay, I see what he's done there. You can see how smart Russell actually is. And it's, and it's yeah. brilliant because he's using nostalgia. He's got he's got Catherine, he's got a character called Rose, he's got Wilfred coming back, the whole Don and Noble clan. And he's just he's trying to lynch on to uh, like literally the tiniest bit of like fans that he's got. And yeah, it's brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that's bringing autism into it, where <laughs> I literally thought mm. <laughs> that's what he meant, but <laughs> um yeah. but yeah, but it's good that they're bringing a transgender character into Doctor Who and keeping it as it, not changing the person. Like um, being allowed to say that she's transgender on Doctor Who, um, exactly, yeah. Um, because it's I think it's becoming a more a more thing that's getting more talked about now. Um, with, 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 with like transgender, um, and 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 all sorts of different things. So it's good that Russell's bringing that into Doctor Who. Mm. And plus, as well, with bringing uh, Shooty in, a gay actor, which is yeah. amazing. Like that is absolutely yeah. amazing. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's great because like, like because we, we've had gay companions, haven't we? Mm. Like, like I think the last one, um, um, being Bill. Um, the, the, I'm not sure if there has been one after her. Um, really? Um, I don't think so. I think like Yaz is is um is gay, um, yeah. but I think the Doctor on some level is kind of like pansexual. Yeah, definitely falls falls in love with the personality more than the gender. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They did do an episode, I think, of Jodie's first series about I think um a gay couple, and 
I think they it was, did. They did. Um, yeah. Um, that was actually all right. Yeah, and they gave birth, then <laughs> a <to her> baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. He did. Yes. Oh God, yes. I don't remember off it a lot from the first series because the first series didn't have a plot. Yes, um, very um, true. Like her first series, the second one did kind <clears> of, <throat> but with the martyr and that. Um, yeah, the second yeah. second series was a lot better. The third one with Flux, now that actually had some teeth to it. But then there was just, you could tell that there was episodes missing because there was just loads of things being pushed into one episode. And we're just like, okay, that's not been explained. This hasn't been explained. Where's that come from? So, yeah, it's like there was meant to be eight to eight episodes. And there's only six. So they've had to just cram everything in. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it it started off really well. Flux did mm. like the Halloween apocalypse. It was nice to have a Halloween episode. Don't really get many yes. Halloween episodes on Doctor Who, um, and and then that, towards the end, it goes really fast. The whole series was plotting on the watch, really, and and these and these the, 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 the monsters who we know. I don't really really found out who they were either. Um, it, yeah, it's what yeah. I was looking for. I didn't know who. Um, one was called Actor, I, I think, and I can't remember what the other one was called, but I still don't know who they are. <laughs> um, they, they were called the Scavengers, weren't they? And I was just like, yeah. "How? What? Where have you got that from?" Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars. <laughs> That's it. That's what he's done. He's nicked it. Copyright. <laughs> um, yeah, you got um, a two pack of alike as well, haven't you? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's oh. like he just watched. <laughs> He, he just watched Star Wars and was just like, okay, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, before that episode was out, or that series, yeah. the series was out, I was I was watching the Graham and Norton show because jo- Jody was on there. And um, mm. it was so funny at the start because um, Graham Norton was like saying to Jody, um, Jody, is um, Chewpacca in Doctor Who? <laughs> and she was like, no, that's not Chewpacca. <laughs> That is definitely something Graham would say. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, she said it's a joy. I, I, I got to admit, the trader was great. I, I love the trader for Flux. It, it was lovely. Mm. Um, but like, and then we had um, our New Year's Day special. Um, like, I know it's like a schedule thing, and 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 probably because it's not as many views as it used to be. But would you prefer, if you had the choice, it to be on Christmas, a Christmas special, or, or a New Year's? Christmas, every year, Christmas. It would it it would something it was something to look forward to on Christmas Day after your presents, because you'd open your presents and then they'd be like, "Oh, Doctor Who's on at like seven o'clock at night." You'd be like, "Yes, you can find out what's happening in 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 the Doctor Who world that day." It was it was amazing. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It, mm. It's it's like with like with routine as well. Like we talk about autism again. Like like used to all those years, Christmas after Christmas after Christmas, and then they change it all of a sudden, and they all mm. Saturdays actually. They all Saturdays as well. Oh, um, exactly. Yeah. And and then they change it all of a sudden. I'll change. Well, they changed everything, didn't they? That they, they changed the, the writer. They changed the music. Um, and then they changed the date, and they changed the date. Uh, first specials to be on 
Um, exactly, yeah. Org- organization just went out the window. We're just like, okay, we'll do it on Sundays. We'll have New Year's New, New Year's Day specials <laughs> instead of Christmas days. And it's just like, Chipnell, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, like, if, if, like, because Yaz isn't, someone's going to get hurt in the last episode, realistically. Mm. Um, like, because... Yaz is that attached. She's like, I can't see. It's a, it's a new era for Doctor Who with Russell. I can't see Yaz continuing with Shooty. No, or, or whoever, I can't see. Yeah, yeah, or whoever regenerates. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you never know. Jodie might regenerate into David, and then David into Shooty. You never know. Yeah, like, mm. it makes sense because why would David be shooting now? Why is Shooty not shooting now? <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and and if even if it is that's even if it is a story like that russell will do it well because i have i've seen videos on tiktok of people getting like really really upset about it i'm just like if that is the case just trust russell to do his job because you know he'll do a good job yeah yeah he, he will and don't, like I, I watched a zoom like webinar like um, not too long ago, and, and uh, uh, there's lots of people on there, so I didn't get my question answered. But <laughs> um, but I just watched and listened, and it, it was nice because just hearing what about Russell and saying that Doctor Who is one of the hardest things to write. Like you have to be, it's hard. Like if you want to write something, you can't just go in and write Doctor Who from the off. That's not the only thing that you have to write. You have to do lots of things before it. Um, like writing Doctor Who is not easy, and I can understand that because it's not. Um, hmm. um, because there's there's so much you have to think about. Um, because take about a year, uh, a quite a long time, depending on how many episodes you want to do. Um, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And plus, as well, I think you've got to um, remember what's happened, and then try and bring uh, try and bring out a story that you can continue on with in the future, and just got to remember certain bits and also it's like if they make a reference to something because that's, that's what Doctor Who is all about making references to the past and the future as well in within episodes and you've got to get history spot on as well and you've got to make potential futures that could be believable and if and if they're not going to be believable then you put them on a different planet you've got to think about a lot of things yeah, yeah, it's I, I can understand why it's why it's a hard job. I mean, I'd love it myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. But um, I would like to see more like <laughs> more going to different planets because we're, we're more Earth based at the moment. Yeah, we have been a lot of Earth based episodes at the moment. Yeah, and I want to see more go into the past as well. I'm I, I'm a history geek myself, and I love I love anything to do with with, with, with history, and. When Doctor Who does history, it does it perfect, and I love it. And I can even go back into my books and be like, yeah, that actually did happen. So they've got actual historians sat there with Russell or Stephen and be like, yeah, this did happen. You can use this or you can use that. And they just get it spot on, and it's brilliant. Because they are the best episodes, the the past ones, aren't they? Exactly, Um, yeah. One one of my favourite episodes is Girl in the Fireplace. That's mine too. Oh, that, that, that's my favourite episode and I've been waiting for someone to come on here and tell me that there is, it's the favourite episode as well <laughs> yes yeah. yes 
Or why do you love it so much? Because the pure reason is I I, I love it. Oh, that that is the all time best Doctor Who episode for me. Um, beating every other episode, I, I love all the episodes, but I love it because I, I love the concept. Mm. I love like the, how the Madame de Pompadour character. I love the music. The music is one of the best parts of me of the episode. Um, mm. And it, it's really sad at the end when David, the 10th Doctor, reads his letter. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's not, although at the same time, I, I, love the, I love the soundtrack of that episode. Like, even though it's very sad at times, um, I like when he goes into the garden as well. Um, mm. That scene. Yeah. Um, like, wh- why do you like it? Oh, it's just a it's a beautifully written episode and how uh, the Tenth Doctor is portrayed as the hero. And there's loads of like analogies from the time traveler's wife, how he just kept on popping up in various bits of her future. And like she's getting really hacked off at the fact that he is just not aged at all. And it's like, that is tremendously impolite of you. <laughs> and there is just there is this there's this romance. That, and, and I know that Rose and the Doctor have are, are, are kind of like a couple thing, but you could see their romance was real. Was. You really could see the chemistry in that and and with the kiss as well. I mean, it was it was was betrayed by his current girlfriend at, at the time, Savia Miles. And you could just see that it worked perfectly. It yeah. really did. And it was and that scene where he jumps through the mirror on the horse. Is amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like I, one time, I put um, a picture. I think on. I, I saw a horse. Had a picture. Called it after the horse. And um, someone commented and said um, because it wasn't white, it's not after the horse. <laughs> because in the episode, it's white. And I was like, still a horse. Call it. Call it after the one. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> For goodness yeah. sake. Um, but but yeah, that that is like um like every episode of like this series, I've asked people that what's your favorite episode, and not many mm. people say they get on the fireplace, and um they say they like it when they agree with me, but like you're the first to say uh it's your favorite. <laughs> so, Excellent. That's good. That's good because mm. um I want to recreate. Go to the location of the garden bit, you know, the garden scene when you're going behind the rock. Um, yes, um, because uh, uh, it's in gardens in Cardiff where most of the stuff, gardens, things, and Doctor Who are filmed there. Uh, um, mm. and I've never been to Cardiff, so I, I want to go around, go to different locations, and that's one of the main ones I want to do because I, yeah. I, I do love that scene. Yeah, that, that is something I'm going to do as well. Um, like later on in the year, I'm, I've got various points on my phone in, in, in notes where I'm going to go to Sarah Jane's house. I'm going to oh, go yeah, to I'll Cardiff go. Bay. I'm yeah. going to go to all these places, like take a picture outside Bad Wolf Studios as well. Like I, I've got it all planned out what I'm going to do. It's yeah. going to be awesome. I've got my own book for it. <laughs> I've got that book. You got that book? <laughs> yes, yes. Where is it? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Yes, um, and in this yes. book, I write all the locations I want to go to. Oh, ace, yeah, and like they're the main ones that, like you're saying, um, Bad Wolf Bay, do some mm. videos there, um, in Cardiff, and I also want to go to Swansea where the library is located in the um, the library yes. episodes, um, 
Um, I did recently go to a few locations, um, but I'll tell you about that in a second. But um, mm. like th- that um, garden one's the main one. I also want to go to some of the cafes, like like um, like for Boomtown Cafe where, where they had dinner there, um, the Ninth Doctor and that, and that's now mm. an Italian place that I looked up. So um, I want to go there. Um, and the cafe where Matt Smith was, and also Peter Capaldi with Clara. Um, yeah, yeah. You, like you, you've got that cafe I want to go to, and also the ver- one of the very first scenes of New Who. You, you remember that shop with roses in in the Rose episode, the the first one. Yes, yes. Um, like like she, she woke up and then she went into this um shop, um mm. and that. It was like the location was based in London, wasn't it? When you saw you saw Big Ben, and then you saw her going to this shop. But mm. this shop is based in Cardiff, <laughs> um, so yeah, they sneak they, they sneak it there. Um, and one I do want to go to is the Trap Street in. Um, oh, that like would in, be good. Uh, yeah, that would be very good. I didn't know it was real, but it is. It's, it's, it's somewhere in Cardiff. Hmm. Um, you find all these little hidden yeah. places in Cardiff. It's, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Journey Dens, um, Park Bit is there. Um, the place where the 11th hour was set in uh, little Amy's house. Um, oh, yes, yes. Um, Amy and Rory's um, new house after the God Complex episode. Um, oh, I'd love to see yeah. that. I'd yeah. love to see that. There's, there's so many, I could tell you. <laughs> I've got more in this book, and Sarah Jane is one I want to do. Oh, yeah, I want to do a little video saying, um, "I'm in at Sarah Jane's house. Want to come in?" <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's good stuff to get planned though. Oh, it is. It is massively. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. like a few locations are like I've been to. One was um, do you remember David Tennant, the Lazarus Experiment episode? The which one, sorry? That the. the Lazarus experiment one. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. And do you remember yeah. when he went on the piano and he played it? Yes, yes, I do. In that cathedral. That, yeah. Well, I went to that cathedral. Oh um, nice. Yeah. And the guy who was there, he he was there when David Tennant was filming. Oh um, and he said, um, oh yeah, like he noticed I had Sonic in my hand on two top and I was like yeah, yeah, it, like what he said he could do is uh, once everything's finished up here, I could take you up to the piano. You can sit in it, um, oh. um, and that's what I did. And it's so it doesn't look like in the episode, but it's so mm. small, um, like it's really cramped. So when they recorded it, he explained the camera would have gone up on the ceiling to see him on that bit. Mm. And he and he showed me about where it was all filmed, um, and then the stairwell where Martha and um, forgot the other person's name. Tish. Uh, yeah, Tish. Um, Martha yeah. and Tish ran out. I didn't go up, but I stood there a picture. <laughs> um, so I nice. went there. Um, <clears throat> I did do. Um, where did I else did I go? Um, I went to remember the Curse of the Black Spot episode, the ship yes. demon. Yeah. Um, well, I went there. To, but the, the ship isn't there anymore. It got it's somewhere else. Um, but mm-hmm. I still I still went there. That's another Doctor location. Exactly. Um, yeah. And 
the last one I went to was Stonehenge. Oh, um, I bet that was good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good how the videos I've done turned out because it's like, because it has a rope now, you're not allowed past it and you're like close to Stonehenge. Um, mm. But the, the videos I've got, like I'm in it, <laughs> like there's no rope. So it is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it's a good interest to have though. Oh, it is massively. Yeah. I, I can't wait to go to Sarah Jane's house in 21's outfit. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Because yeah. as well, I grew up with Sarah Jane. And when she died, oh my God, it, it, it left a hole in my heart. It really did. Because she was the most amazing character, an amazing actress ever. And when they brought out her funeral a couple years ago, oh, oh, I cried throughout the entire thing. I, I blubbered like a baby. Oh, yeah, oh. that was sad. Mm, amazingly yeah. sad, yeah. Yes, I'm glad that she got to have an episode with David Tennant now in Doctor Who. Yeah, massively, yeah, because David David was her biggest fan. It really, she, he really was. Yeah, um, and it, he he was going to, I think David was going to do it with the, like the Brigadier as well, an episode or, or something, but he passed, so he couldn't do it then. Um, mm. um but I think last year I, I watched a clip where it was with Jody, David, Matt. Um, yeah, da- Jody, David, and Matt had a like a, a video all together explaining about their time in Doctor Who, and all of them said their fir- their favorite episodes were their first episodes, and they they also talked about people they would have liked to work with from other incarnations, like companions and stuff. Mm. And Jody said that she would like to work with Rory. Um, which makes sense because that they were on board church as well together. Um, yeah. And David, like he said, the brigadier. Um, mm. And Matt said Rose, Billy Piper. <laughs> yeah, because Matt and Billy Piper are like busy mates, aren't they? So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, it would be nice to see that, like in episodes or something, because they, although we're having the sixtieth, they're going to be, I think, more different side shows as well. Mm. which would be yeah, nice that will be good yeah I can't wait for the 60th next year it's going to be awesome yeah yeah. yeah. I think there's going to be different episodes throughout the year not just the episode in November it'll go for, I think throughout mm. 2023 I reckon well they have released that the first part of the 60th anniversary will be released on New Year's Day next year yeah that, yeah it, it does make sense because I understand why it won't be a Christmas episode I've, I've, I, like if it is I love it, but if not, I understand. Um, mm. Because, um, like, it makes sense because it, it'd still be 2022, Christmas Day, but it'd be nice to have a Christmas episode the following year. Um, yeah. But what, um, yeah, it'll be. It'll make sense to, to not get shooty, get shooty towards the end, maybe November, where he comes into mm. it, and maybe uh, has fun mm. with some other doctors, or some other companions, because he's known, he's known, he's probably really... Although he's really confident about the role, he's, he's going to be really um, shy uh, and sixtieth is big pressure on a new actor, um, isn't mm, it? Like coming into yeah. Doctor Who because no, not really mm. any other Doctor has been in Doctor Who for an anniversary straight away. Exactly, yeah, and plus as well, he's got massive shoes to fill. He really has. He's got a he's got to portray the character as well as as his predecessors. And it's a massive thing getting yourself into Doctor Who, I think. 
like the fan base, the, um, the, 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 the nostalgia, the history of it all. It's a massive thing to get into. I mean, as I said, I'd love to be a, be a part of it. I really would. I'd be a showrunner or the, or the, or the doctor himself. I would bloody love that. <laughs> You know, it, it would yeah. be nice to be mm. the doctor. Um, mm. Like, just for a few years. <laughs> a few years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a few years. Not Normally, like, five or six. But um, mm. would you like to see a doctor go past the three series mark? Oh, yes, I would. I would, because, I mean, it's not unheard of. Um Tom Baker was the doctor for seven years. Mm. And then there was Sylvester McCoy. He was the doctor until he regenerated into Paul McGann. Um, yeah, I think if, if a doctor got past the, uh, the, the, three se- the three season mark, that would be like amazing. Yeah. That would be really, really good. It would be, be a massive achievement for one, <laughs> but it would be really good. Yeah, to see this person carry on their story and say just be like oh three seasons done next person come in because it's not fair really yeah like mm. david could have done like david's on the most episode in new who i think um i think he has yes because he did 20 episodes in the space of probably two years <laughs> in series four yeah um mm. because they they did the sort of thing they did with jody with david it's it's just that Jodie hasn't got a Christmas episode or New Year's episode this mm, this time when yeah. David did. Well, they could have done that. It, 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 like children would like to sneak things in from um, other show runners. <laughs> um, Possibly, yeah. Um, because brought, like brought Jack back, brought um, well, the like mention of Rose was mentioned as well. So um, he, he likes to do that. So it would make sense to do maybe a part one, part two. I I do like the. I do like those kind of episodes, you know, in a series where they do like they leave you on that cliffhanger mm. and then they finish the episode off the next time. Yeah, well, to, to be continued, like that is those are those are amazing episodes, but you've got to be able to keep the momentum. Yeah, you really do, and and have a have a beginning, middle, and end. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, we had a uh, stolen earth where David was regenerating. <laughs> Oh my god, I was on the edge of my seat because I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I, I, I actually watched like a filming clip um earlier, like how, how that was getting filmed. And mm. the, the funny part is I was watching when, when David's he, he's running up and he jumped on this like um like yoga mat thing when he's getting exterminated. So he's mm. like he jumps on it, and like he's getting stomach. It's like it's, it's really nice when you see how they film it, and that's why like, I think it'll be Lone Russell's come back, and we got BBC Three to bring back some of like we had before, like to show things behind the scenes. Mm. Cause, um, yeah, that like, would be good. Yeah, I know for some people it takes away the magic of the show, which I understand, yeah. but it's nice to see where they're actually going with the episodes, and they do little teasers as well. Like, like, and they said, well, this will lead into this, but I can't tell you what it is. And it's like, oh, and it gets you into the next, the next week. Then you're like, the anticipation kills you, and it's just like, oh my god, I want to know, I want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'd, well, Lori would watch Doctor Who. Then they'd go over to BBC Three to to, to mm-hmm. find the scene. So, yeah, 
it, it, yeah. and it, it makes it like you watch Doctor Who even longer <laughs> than it is. Wow. Exactly, yeah. That that was my whole Saturday night when I was growing up. I was about, or I got into Doctor Who when it, um, it was like 2007. So it was the third season um, where, of, of the renewed Who, David's second season. And I had not been into Doctor Who before that. And then my mum was like, it's on BBC One now, just watch it. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't be bothered. And so, no, just watch it. And it was the end of the Shakespeare Code. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Then I think I missed Gridlock and then watched Daleks in Manhattan. And after that, I was hooked, literally. And then I would, you'd finish it, you'd go into BBC Three, watch Doctor Who Confidential. Your whole Saturday night was based around Doctor Who. And you'd even like read up on reviews later on, on online and stuff like that. And you'd watch videos on YouTube. Like the, the whole three months that Doctor Who was on in that year, it was all based around Doctor Who. Your whole life was based around Doctor Who. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I miss the days like that. Like, um, mm. Because like, yeah, you spend that four to a Saturday night. Oh, I even remember episodes that I was having barbecues and going up to watch Doctor Who. <laughs> like, um, exactly, it, yeah. It was like the uh, the flesh episodes with with Matt, um, that that that, that two part, um, mm. which uh, I was very scared of, and uh, yeah, I, I just remember having that barbecue, and <laughs> outside, and then going up to watch the episode, um, mm. in the very hot heat. So, um, Doctor Who wasn't. Uh, they should have thought about that. <laughs> Yeah, um, they should have thought about um, that. Yeah, put Doctor Who out in not hot weather. <laughs> um, Very true. Yeah, but then again, though, when they brought out Blink in two thousand and seven, when it was all those misty mornings and all that, and I watched it on a Monday morning because I missed it on the Saturday, so I watched it just before I went to school that morning, and right, right at the end where it said it could be any statue, I was I I literally for lack of a better word, pooed myself. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm always taking pictures of statues when I'm out. <laughs> like, yes, same. What can I do? <laughs> same. <laughs> and the fact that it could be any statue as well, and I'm just like, there's a statue in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it's, that was great. Mm. Like it, it's great. Like um, so like with anxiety, how do you think that links into Doctor Who? Um, the suspense for one thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think that links into it massively. Um, but as a way as well, like I I see Doctor Who as a, as an escape from reality. So like you, you'd you'd watch it, and for forty five minutes you wouldn't think about what's going on in your life. You just focus on what the doctor is doing for those 45 minutes. You would go into the TARDIS and travel with him and do whatever, do whatever he did. And you would just not, not think about what was going on in your life at the time. Cause I was bullied. I am, my parents are going through a divorce and finding out that I was gay as well. So it's just something that you can just like, I'm going to, going to watch Dr. Who. I'm not going to think about anything for the next 45 minutes. And it helps, it helps massively. And something from like anxiety, like you get scared about the tiniest thing. So then when you think of something as your comfort, when it's Doctor Who, you can just be like, oh yeah, I'm scared about what's going to happen tomorrow. 
but I'll watch Doctor Who and I'll, I'll be fine tonight. And then you yeah. won't be worried and you won't lose sleep or stuff like that. It's just, it's more of a comfort, really. Because when, you, when you've got anxiety, you've got to find something that you can hold on to, something that will keep you happy. And Doctor Who does that for me. It holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or I'm heart stopper. <laughs> <laughs> it's my own heart stopper, yes. Yeah, your own heart stopper. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, I, I completely agree with what you're saying because, um, and, like, I was bullied as well. And um, that, that, that I, I would act Doctor Who and, uh, like, with some friends that, like, when they just did it because I liked to do it, but um, but we did it and like, like this was in primary school more, but I did mm. like I went in primary school and it, it was one with girl, um, more because um, yeah I spoke to people before and like saying like the stigma about the boys being bullies and not girls and and girls can be bullies mm. too, um, and yeah and that uh. I, I did get annoyed myself, like, like you know when you're bullied that you can't really tell anyone at, at school because they don't do anything about it. Like, they make it, the situation escalates if, if they go up to them and they'll say, they'll just say, no, no, no. Um, and then they'll be kept in possibly maybe detention timeout and then things mm. get worse, don't they? And then they would punish you for telling the teachers because, because they, they, they've just punished them. It's just like, Okay, you just made me go through an hour of hell. I'm going to destroy you now. It's like great, great. I tried to do the right thing, and it just it, it's worse on me. So you yeah. you were you never actually had a break. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, um, and like a, a person that I went to primary school with, and now and then I say we keep in contact, but not really. Um, but he sent me a message, like not that long ago actually like probably a year or so or just two ago and he said do you still talk about um about about the person um who, who bullied you and I was like no, no of course I don't um and that they went the person went to the same college as um a school it, it, it would have been a school not a college um after primary and I said um I think I said has she changed um and he said no still the same person so it it's, it's a shame that they don't see what they're doing because it can it's, it's not nice to get bullied is it it's no it it's makes really not rubbish. nice and and the people who are the bullies they will never see that they are in the wrong they will never see that because for one they'll think of it as a bit of fun and two it, it makes them feel better about themselves so they will never see it as a bad thing but i really do feel sorry for bullies because most of the time they're doing it just to make themselves happy. And if you've got to make someone else sad to make some to make you yourself happy, then you must be in a really, really crap time. You really mm. must be. Yeah. <clears throat> so they don't I think they do it because you that they uh, yeah, like you say, they're not doing well themselves and they, they take a step back and think because mm. um like like the thing most I think what we can learn now about them. If you like, you feel like if you don't respond to them, you just ignore them to the face. Sometimes it doesn't change the fact that they keep on doing it. But now and then they will get, they should get bored. Sometimes they don't. In my experience, they didn't. Um, but once I did, I got, I had enough. It's been going on too long. 
well it, it went on most of my um, primary school life it did um mm. and i didn't enjoy primary school really but um there were there was a few okay people in there but um um i got annoyed like they put i believe you said put your hands out and then hit them um and i was like what are you doing that for and then i i, I was upset and then I think I, I, I did it back, and then storms to the teacher and says something, and then causing my worst against hers. But I've done nothing wrong. Um, and then go to the head teacher, and then she makes us both apologise. And it's just like teachers don't understand what happens. Really. No, they don't. They really don't because they have to deal with it on a day to day basis. And there's there's so many trait. There's so many. Um, what's her name? different examples of it yeah. and everyone everyone reacts to it differently they just try and do the general reaction to it it's just like no that doesn't help mm. you've got to you've got to understand it from for, for, from the victim's point of view and see that it is causing them harm it is causing them anxiety depression all that like you the, this bully is ruining that person's life and the, and the teacher just does not see it yeah. they, they, they just want to be seen as Oh yeah, we helped. We don't do. We don't condone bullying. I'm like, really, <laughs> really? This kid is like, is like, this kid is crying in the corner, and you're saying you don't condone bullying? My God. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's crazy. And like, I, I I did go to like a mainstream school for like a year, hmm. and I left because they didn't understand like autism, and because I was getting on the work, they thought I was doing the right. They think like that, and. Like sometimes I may not ask for help because I'm not comfortable or not confident. At that time, in my life I wasn't. But um, then I went to a special school where other people have autism, not just autism. Um, uh, other needs that that, that, that people have um, as well. So it had people that you had more understanding of, of different stuff. So that that was a better mm. experience. Like I had people that actually wanted to like me and, and like play football, for example. A few people like Doctor Who that like, I, I, I became friends with, so that's a win-win there. I think. <laughs> mm, yeah, definitely a win-win there. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> because mm. not everyone understands autism, um, and it's very hard to explain to someone that hasn't got it. And like during this series, Tom is why I've kind of made a little bit of diverse. So have people mm -hmm. who have autism, people who don't, and. Um, it's quite good like that because not everyone's going to know about it. And if you just speak to people that have autism, which is very good, I, I love being to people who have autism, but if you speak to people who don't, um, maybe have it themselves or know about it a lot, it's good to like educate people, I think. Oh, it is massively, yeah. What you're doing is, is amazing, mate. Like talking to various people about, about, about different traits and where they are on the spectrum and stuff like that. And then as well, talking about Doctor Who, which is a common thing that you, that you have with that person. It's really good. It's really good. Like I, I, I've been watching your videos on YouTube yeah. and I've watched Ross's. I'm waiting for Ross and Ryan's to come out. Like, yeah. I, I can't wait for that, for that to come out. And, just, and I'd mess it, I'll message them and be like, I'm watching your podcast. And they'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, but they'll do the same to me. They'll do yeah. the same to me. Uh, they will. They will. They, they. 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 I think they've done so. Like Katie's been on here before as well. So like um, oh, the thirteenth mm. Doctor. Um, yes, yes. Doctor Because she, she, 
she's done autism videos, so it's, it's, it's good that she, with her, like, she spreads a lot of awareness of different things. And um, with, with Ryan and Ross, they have been on separately before, so you can always go back and um, if you want it. I don't know, if you, have you seen episodes I've done with them, like, one and one before? I've seen the one with Ross, yes. I haven't oh. seen the one with Rye. Um, I will try and go back and find that one, yeah. actually, yeah. That was last year, it was. Yeah, um, I will go back yeah. and find it, that, yeah. That will be on um, like Spotify, because I, I don't think I, I released that one on YouTube. Um, so that oh. that will just be audio, because I started putting things, podcast right on YouTube from Dorian, an episode I did with Simon, who played Dorian, who played Dorian in Doctor Who. Um, mm-hmm. I, I interviewed him. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, uh, that was a good one. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, have you seen that one, Tom? I have not seen that one, no. Yeah, I'll no. send it to you. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to send it to me. Uh, yeah. I don't know if, I, if I've got this right, though, but I saw on your Instagram, I think, it looked like that you were interviewing Russell. And now I would, I would, that would have been like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, because I thought I saw on your post, and and then, and then it had it had a picture of Russell, and it just looked like that you were talking to him on on the Zoom, and I was like, oh my god, that would be insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's on my list. It's on your list. <laughs> yeah, um, I do like because he doesn't have like on his Instagram, he doesn't have a way of mm. contacting him. The only way you can probably send yeah. a message. So I will try that. It's what I'm going to do mm. to try and get them on this series. But there are a few I do want to try. Um, I want to, I do, um, to interview. Um, like, for example, I want to interview um, the actor who, who she's called Annette. Um, uh, like, and she played uh, the, the main Slovene with um, Chris Eccleston back in oh, series yes. one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I want to have her on as well because she does a lot of awareness mm. for diabetes awareness. Um, and oh, that's good. And yeah. on the podcast, I do speak about chronic illness as well. So it'll be mm. nice to have a conversation with her about that. Um, if she answers like direct messages, that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that's another one. Um, there are other people. I would love to interview um, um, Caitlin Blackwood, who 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 played um, Little Amy, um, because she's older yes. now. Um, she's about our age. Yeah. Um, I think, and like. In a, like um, twenties, I think. Um, so it'd be nice to interview her, um, mm. as well. And not related to Dot Two, uh, I would like to interview um Anne Hegarty, because she she she's an autism Asperger. So um, Hegarty, yeah. nice to have her on um, as well. But yeah, the, the, Russell would be like lovely to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. um, but who knows? Um, I I would like to get Sylvester McCoy on, um, mm. um, to to actually to everyone who are speaking about that. Um, I emailed Sylvester McCoy's agent earlier this year, um, and she responded and said she couldn't at this time. But later on in the year, if I get a, if I, if I email, it's more that possibility to have yeah, Sylvester very good. to have him on. So that could possibly be a Christmas New Year's episode, possibly. Um, yeah. Later on in the year, so and um, and if that doesn't work out, Dorian maybe come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would like to have him on again. I think. Yeah. Uh, imagine if you if you got to interview David. 
David Tennant. Uh, oh my god, I think you would faint. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a Comic Con, and I I, uh, I I only heard of them only like last year before, really. And people ask me, mm. do, you, do you think about going to one? I, I get asked, you should go, and and the lovely people. And the, the only problem I have with that at the moment is because of like my Crohn's and um, the medication mm. I. I take a like what well, cancer patient takes, and it lowers my immune system. And with COVID, yeah. with COVID still about now, actually nine more people for getting it at this moment in time. Um, really. Yeah, there is a massive spike at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, like I would love to go and meet David Tennant, and oh, mm. I would like I, I'm always planning to say, uh, can I interview on my podcast? Um, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> come off. David, um, I'm sure he would. He, they would say yes, but if they, they do it, it's another matter. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm sure he would, though, to be perfectly honest. I mean, do not get jealous now, but I've met David. I've um, I've got a picture of him on my Instagram, and um, when I met him, he was the most nicest, most humblest guy you could ever meet. And we had a, and we did the picture. He held my Sonic and everything. He was just—he's the nicest guy. He really is. And it was the longest five seconds of my life. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was that like a a, a Comic Con was it that you went to to see him? It was at Wales Comic Con. Yeah, of, um, I think it was it was before COVID. Yeah, about right. 2018, 2019. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a good day. It was a very good day. Yeah. So, like, are you only allowed five seconds with them then? Well, it, 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 there's a massive queue. Like, right. it, it costs about over a hundred quid to get like a, a photo with him anyway. So he has to get through everyone. So it's about like five seconds per meeting just to have the video, just, just to do the photo and then go, basically. But there is a, li- we had a little bit of a conversation because he called me a drowned rat. Because I was, I stood out in the rain for two hours in the queue, like, and he caught. It was like, my God, you look like a drowned rat. And I'm like, there's not a drop on you. It was like, yes, I was brought over by a parade of umbrellas. And I'm like, I bet you, were. I bet you were. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, uh, you have to send me the picture of of you and David. I will. I will. Yeah. 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 yeah because um. Mm. I don't like that's great. Like um mm. but that's a dream of mine. Um the dream of mine is to meet David Turner and Sasha to one. Sasha to one because he has crimes like me. <laughs> um oh, yeah. Um and they're the two main two I'd like to meet. Um and yeah, like hopefully when things go down I'd love to go to a Comic Con event. Um but to mm. me it, it doesn't have to be David, it can just be anyone I'm I'm fine but <laughs> <laughs> um, just 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 anyone just yeah. anyone yeah yeah like, the, the only person i spoke to was simon dorian and he's lovely so <laughs> so i could say i spoke to someone from doctor who so um exactly so, yeah there we go um and of course mm. you of course you're gonna be the doctor in a few years time so uh, I've, <laughs> <laughs> i wish so, mate i wish <laughs> yeah oh. yeah yeah so thomas it's been great we've just been about autism like get on the fireplace which i'm great that we we both like the same episode <laughs> yes yeah and i think mm. i've got to link that into the episode title because um found someone that likes it like me <laughs> oh yes there we oh, go yes great minds yeah. think alike yeah definitely definitely because we know it's the right episode <laughs> exactly there exactly. we go there we go 
Uh, Lots of really good stuff. But final thing, is there any quote in Doctor Who that you relate to yourself? Um, I think one of my favourite quotes within Doctor Who is that it was from the Lazarus experiment. And when he said to Lazarus, some people live more in 20 years than others do in 80. It's not about the time, it's the person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You speak about that. But that's great because when I was in the cathedral, of course, I did it in the cathedral. Mm. I did a video of that. Um, mm. <laughs> so I, I, I love that um, quote because it's completely true, though. Because no, it, it is. It's true. You don't have to be young um, to be like, like the quote says, it can be any age. Um, exactly. Yeah. As if it, it, it depends on the person that you're with. You can live more with someone in a year than you can come by yourself in fifteen. Let's say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's it. Because because mm. you probably get sometimes people say you look older than you look, you look younger than you look. Mm, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you can all you can always answer that with I do a lot of reading. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like. Most things for me, people say I look older than I am. So uh, I, mm. <laughs> I'll say thank you. <laughs> I hope that's a good thing. Maturity. Um, just think of it that way. Yeah. 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 I hope so. I hope that's it. But, um, mm. but yeah, Tom has been great. Like it, it's been great to have you on. I was sick about all wonderful things like autism, anxiety, bullying, which mm-hmm. is very important as well. Um, and our favorite episodes and. We all look forward to next year. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yes, with, with bated breath. I hold on to it, bated breath. <laughs> with our heartbeats. <laughs> oh, yes, with our heart stoppers. <laughs> yeah, with our heart stoppers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, thanks again, Tom, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Yes, I have, yes. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>